You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. I fell in love with that little bubble intro. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I like it now. You know, first I thought it was stupid and goofy, but like, I like it. <laughs> Leave me alone. Anyways, welcome everyone to an exciting new episode of Low Key on the Wall Network. Um, here on a Monday night to discuss. Uh, well, honestly, like, um, a lot of the times I ask the crew to bring me tithings of different things. So whether it be food or jokes. So um, that's why we, uh, ha- I, you know, okay, that's wrong. I can't say that. I was, I had it lined up and I can't do it. I can't do it. Anyways, I, got, I bring some of my best friends with me. I like to have Paul. I was going to call Paul a joke, but I can't do that. Paul is so over here sacrificing his time on a Monday night. He, we tagged him in, even though he is really tired. And it, we want to thank you for coming tonight. Producer Paul, introduce yourself. Yeah, glad to be here, Harry. Uh, as I've stated several times, uh, I just want to die uh, of tiredness right now. So, you know, if I fade and drop out of the call, that's just to be expected at this point. It's past my bedtime. All right, all right. Well, that's good. That's good. And uh, I also have uh, I got Vincent here because I bring he brings me typing most of the time when in the form of food and or content. And hopefully today he has brought me content. Uh, so Vincent, would you go say hi to the people? I, I did my best. Uh, we were just trying to figure out what to talk about, and it was like, well, I mean, there's this th- this thing, <laughs> and, and then like at the end of last episode, like once we were off the air, I talked about one of these, and Harry was like, uh, link, please. And I immediately posted the link. I don't think yeah. you even watched it, but I did. I mean, have not had time. <laughs> not had time, because you know, you know, it was just like, man, it, it's a. How can I put it? It's since the Saturday, uh, since the Friday episode, I have just been burning um, the midnight oil on both ends. I went to a party Saturday night. I was there at about two in the morning. And planned to get up to go do yoga on Sunday. That did not happen. <laughs> um, I set my alarm. Um, my wife, I, I want to blame her. This kid is easy, and she's not here to defend herself. <laughs> well, I decided to, you know what? Yoga class is at eight. I'm going to sleep in for myself to six, right? Right? So I wake up, which I thought was my alarm, and it was my alarm, but my wife was walking around the house, but she should be up and gone from work and found that she <laughs> woke up late <laughs> so it confused my brain who already turned the alarm off with my hand you know because she's walking around and i'm like oh i got i'm up early i got actually like 45 minutes i'm going back to sleep <laughs> no. three hours later basically yeah get up at 10 <laughs> yeah um Get the daughter, all that stuff. It's all fun times, and then, uh, you know, it's trying to get her ready. Then President's Day, like, because we, I've got planned for like this morning. Um, I had 
did a bunch of different updates and I got some more to do tomorrow. So I have been, I'm just been running, just trying to get things done. And then, you know, but so, yeah, I, you know, it's like, it's like, it's, um, I've been just been just been running since the last big the big show on Friday. So uh, right, which is fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the other thing I, I did want to bring up, right? Which I have been watching this unfold here um, on my local small town Facebook group. Which I think the best thing about living in a small town is access to the small town Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> If you want any reason to move to a small town, like oh, I want chickens or I just want to know my neighbors, those are pointless reasons. The small <laughs> town Facebook group is where it's at. So I get into it, and because usually it's like sometimes it's like a lot of good juicy stuff that's going around in the town, but this time it was oh man, it was uh, drama on the empty degree. Um, apparently, somebody like because uh, all right, we've every neighborhood has an issue with dogs, right? Because there's always that one neighbor, right, or somebody in the neighborhood that's got dogs, and they they romanticize the idea about having dogs. They really don't understand. They don't the, like having dogs. Yeah, they don't really into it, or they got dogs that they cannot handle. They have not trained. They have, you know, they they just don't know. You know, they can't handle the dog. You know, they because it is a. Um, Oh, ACO said it's past his best. Time. Yes, sorry, Ace. Yeah, everyone's got to stay up for this one. Okay, all right, all right. Maybe one of these days we'll start earlier, like eight or something. But this year is not that year. All right. So, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, it, it happens sometimes. I don't know. It started happening last episode too. I said I haven't troubleshooted what's happening with the camera. All right, fine. Ace, Ace, Vince is not real. He, he's not been real the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just an amalgamation of squirrels. Well, <laughs> it's actually a dozen squirrels that we've trained in the, how to use a computer, uh, and then uh, we also just let them type in the prompts into Chat AI, mm-hmm. Chat GPT. Yeah. Oh, it's a the uh, it's our different version. We we can't afford that. We gotta. <laughs> <laughs> this one's running on an Arduino and a Raspberry Pi. Okay. <laughs> This one, this one, you need an Amiga to use. Yeah, an Amiga, and then the database we used for it is just like some um, um, mangoes that we have. That's, yeah, that's so, we some manga and comic book uh, wikis. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Luckily, the AI is smart enough to filter out some of the fortune stuff that Nice added. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can tell it's on it's there camera in the anyway, though. and it, know, it knows not to use it on camera. Yeah, it's there in the background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you can see just how conflicted the squirrels are. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But anyway, so like small town <laughs> Facebook group, which this is like this this story does have a bad ending. I will I will admit Charles tri- full trigger warning on this one. Um so apparently someone was out walking their dog and they see because this person is is a you know is one of those bad dog the other person is a bad dog owner their dog jumped their fence they weren't paying attention no one is out looking for this dog and this other smaller dog this beagle gets attacked by two larger dogs unfortunately that other beagle did not make it uh, unfortunately the, the lungs were pierced and it was terrible and the owner is being kind of obnoxious about it even though they told our local police department that they're going to get everything fixed everything's going to go with it and um 
apparently like this whole smile like the small the small town is up no, no, up for about this because they've they have been posting receipts all day about this person have been just going back over a year time of these dogs just getting out knowing it's an issue and just facebook posts have you seen my dog have you seen my dog and like whose dog is this just post after post after post and they just keep filling it up but like this person is a nuisance and they actually got the attention of the uh <laughs> control board and like we're closed <laughs> on president's day we will be there tomorrow <laughs> yeah we will get this taken care of this asap is, uh, this is done. I, I was gonna offer to like come walk my dog, <laughs> and since uh, Indiana is now constitutionally carry, uh, mm-hmm. we'll just solve the issue. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. And I hate to put it that way, but if a dog is willing to jump the fence and attack another dog, it you don't know what it can do to a child walking the neighborhood or something like that. It like there is a responsibility as an owner of an animal mm-hmm. to have control over your animals. Correct. Yeah. Understand the responsibility of it. It's like, you know, it's, and, and it does stink because, um, you know, which after this, you know, the local police department is going to probably over correct and over police the idea of like a, making sure everyone's, you know, is on their leash. I'm sure everyone's going to do it because there are some dog, uh, there's some dog owners out there that are, you know, their dogs are trained well enough that they can walk around without a leash or have super long leashes and everything like that. But, you know, you know, but bad actors just like that they can't take the responsibility you know to train the dog to a not jump the fence or b just be mindset that when you let your dog outside you're still responsible for the dog outside watch your dog you yeah know? it's your you own it if you're bringing mm-hmm. it into this environment you're responsible for it yep yep it's i, I got mad at my neighbors because like they've got these like uh two pit bulls which one of them um has known my daughter since like uh like they're both like a little like little so like that one i'm not too afraid of but it's the little female that they just got you know that's antsy you know that's the one i'm more worried about and um because that one doesn't know my daughter <laughs> and it keep jumping the fence and it's just like you know like you know it's See, and my dog Freya, she hasn't worn a collar in like three years. She just stays in my yard, though. Like, I put her in the backyard and she has no urge to leave. I don't even know how she wound up being a stray when we first got her, because she showed up on my front porch as like, well, I guess I have a dog now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no collar, no tags, no chip, nothing. Is this so, how you get everyone at your house while they just show up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is how I make friends. I sit down at a restaurant, Harry shows up. I'm working a job, Donovan shows up. Hey, it's collection. <laughs> oh my god, that's a it's a good backstory for like a like a role playing character. It's like, <laughs> wherever I show up, I get party members. I don't know how it mm-hmm. happened. I have no idea. <laughs> I wasn't even an adventure. I went out to get some dinner. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm in this fighting a lich. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my goodness! All right, so, that's yeah, easy yeah. guy story for you right there. <laughs> Reincarnated in another world with with magnetic charisma. Magnetic charisma. Nice. 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 
Sorry, I just. But I got now. I yeah. Now I got distracted by yeah. Joe yeah. Hayes. Go going back to it. Like uh, Freya has absolutely no desire <laughs> yeah. to jump. Sit down for a podcast, or... and he shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, <laughs> that does happen. But like, there have been times where it's like, oh, she wants to go out. I let her out, and I go sit down on the couch, look at my phone. Two hours pass. It's like, oh crap. <laughs> She's, but all she does is she sits there at the back door, like, I better be here when he comes to open the door and let me in because I want a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's not a screwdriver this time. <laughs> you tell one joke about throwing a screwdriver at the dog to stop her from barking at people and. Uh, the joke is you threw the screwdriver because you meant to throw a treat because it was in the same oh yeah that, thing as that too okay I <laughs> I tell so many lies about that dog <laughs> that it's not even wow easy to keep him straight <laughs> he lies as easily as he breathes yes <laughs> like yeah I'm totally awake to do this podcast. <laughs> Hey, I was truthful when I said I wasn't. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's hilarious. You guys are hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I'm all for long leashes and dogs having freedom, but train your dogs. All dogs bite. <laughs> and if you don't want to do it, get the smallest dog you can get your hands on. Don't don't be that person. Yeah. No, that there are breeds that are easier I, I, going, I, I can, and oh yeah, small dogs are not that. <laughs> I'd rather punt a gold. I'd rather punt a Chihuahua uh, than uh, uh, trying to tackle <laughs> a golden retriever. Than trying to tackle a golden retriever. But even though you don't have to worry about golden retriever too much, they're pretty much pushovers, anyways. But they actually have the most bites every year in yeah. America, yeah, but they're also place. exceedingly common. So. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, like I said, I would rather punt a chihuahua. <laughs> you know, yeah. honestly, or, I'll punt a terrier too. Okay. All right. Honestly, All right. if you don't want to like bother training a dog, go for don't nature's mistake. The pug. Oh, God, I hate the pugs. It's <laughs> so like. One pug I liked, and he passed away last year. And like rest of the pugs are just they're just awful, <laughs> awful. They're just awful. <laughs> I used to, oh, I know because he comes over. Like, oh, I'm putting dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's context. I swear there's context. I swear there's context. I swear there's context. <laughs> I think Oliver might be the only chill Chihuahua that I have ever yeah. known of. Yeah, I don't want like. Uh, it's not a desire to punt small dogs. <laughs> it's a willingness. Oh it's more of a yeah, it yeah, we don't want to hurt dogs. No dogs are harmed in the making of this podcast. We don't wanna, you know, you know. Yeah, we don't wanna hurt dogs. It's just no. more of a saying if if I had to, if I had to, pay, <laughs> it, had to pay. You, know, you know, like um you know, like it's I used to I used to hang around like a um, my mother in law had a pug, 
Uh, I'm kind of halfway responsible for his obeseness because I would go over her house uh, at around lunchtime. I would put her pug in my pickup truck and we would go get Baconators. <laughs> and I would drive around this pug in my truck eating Baconators. <laughs> Okay. It's already a genetic mistake. Then you just make it obese on top of that. It's just like pain. Yeah, he slowed down. He wasn't all yappy yappy at my ankles anymore. Because <laughs> he can't. Because he can't. I gotta like turn my back now. I... So, anyways, Ari over here messing up his setup, not realizing. I totally do a podcast in this space. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, bacon it is worth it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Setting this space up is all worth it. So awesome now because it's like gaming PC and I can just slide down, work. You know, gaming PC, work. You know, turn around. You know, I've got like uh, I've got my bench here. I can work on other things like that. I even like set it up so I even got like my goth makeup stuff sitting out, so it's easier for goth night. It's all sitting like right here. Everything's easily acceptable. Totally spaced about Monday nights. <laughs> <laughs> that I do not have set up for, and I apologize. So like I've got the gaming laptop right here, um, which is also still not plugged in. I have let's see how much battery left we got left. Right, two hours battery left. Pretty good. We make it. We'll make it. We'll make it. We'll yeah. make it. We'll, yeah, we'll make this. This 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 will hold. We should probably get. We're about what, eighteen minutes in, and we have talked about nothing but like possible uh, unnecessary violence to the dogs. Uh, which I always gotta say is you know uh, don't forget to spay and neuter. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, and also don't do anything bad to animals on the internet because 4chan will find you. Yes, yeah, true. Because that's, that's like true. one of their big things. Yeah, it's so rule they, zero. Exactly, they will find you, and and you will you will be reported to your local police. Yeah, yeah. If you're Maybe. in the middle of some some European country that nobody talks about, they will find you there too. Yeah, I just want Paul to get teach Freya better, so we can go to breweries with dogs and like have Freya there. So I won't. Now, of the many things I've said that have been absolute lies about Freya. Uh, the one where I took her with me to a drive-thru and she would not stop barking at the poor lady trying to take my order <laughs> and give me my food through the window. That one was true. She ruined her ability to get a lot of french fries because there would have been an order of small fries in it for her. But no, <laughs> she couldn't hold her tongue. Uh, all I could think of is that they wanted to order me where they're on the passenger seat reaching over the, the driver <laughs> and just Freya barking at the speaker. She wanted to order. <laughs> just yelling at the speaker. Thankfully, she was very good about not trying to climb into my lap because she is a 55-pound pit bull. <laughs> it's like, I cannot drive with you doing that. <laughs> I should we should take that I should take that photo with Spangle in the drive through for the podcast like she wanted to order <laughs> climbing over Ray. <laughs> and specifically is it a Burger King? Mm-hmm. Is it a Burger King? Burger King, Burger King, yeah. Gotta be a Burger King. 
got to do it while she's still pregnant. Yeah, it's funny. Ah, man, yeah, yeah, like seven, eight months pregnant. <laughs> so she still thinks it's funny. It'll be great. I'll, just, I'll put it. In the, I'll put it in the show picture stuff. So. Anyway, so uh, does that include using fish to catch fish? Um, it's part of the circle of life, so that's that's fine. You can it's use different. fish. To, yeah, you can use. It depends on how you're catching fish, though. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is a, a gotcha question, Ace. Are you trying to get get us? I don't know. I don't know how you're getting us. But I feel like you're trying to get us. It depends, no, it depends on the on the fish, Ace. If it's a sardine, then it's fine. But if it's a goldfish, it's an issue. I know. I know. Yeah, don't fish with goldfish. At least live goldfish because they're invasive and they out compete native fish. Do you see how big they can get when people drop them in ponds? Yeah, it's. it's terrible like i have seen footage of like lakes up in like even wisconsin like places you wouldn't think they'd survive over winter and hey look there's a school of goldfish and there's about 30 or forty thousand of them (laughs) swimming in a little rivulet in this lake just eating everything can't eat them either Mm -mm. well we can't i should say i'm sure there's something out there that eats it the, the, the Chinese. Wow. Wow. No. Culturally, See, was... the Chinese will eat a lot of fish that we consider trash fish and won't touch. That's true. That's true. I, I was just thinking of the, the whole episode of The Simpsons where they where Bart brings a frog to Australia. And then they have <laughs> to bring like <laughs> they bring snakes to kill the frogs and mongooses <laughs> to kill the snakes. And they just destroy the ecosystem by like Having to keep airdropping the next thing to kill the other thing. Yep. Uh, Ace wonders. I wonder what goldfish tastes like. Uh, I'm sure goldfish probably tastes like magic carp. <laughs> Do they look like magic carp? <laughs> I mean, no. It probably tastes more like goldeen, sir. Because uh, uh. magic carp's a carp. Goldeen's mm. literally a goldfish. Mm. My brother in Christ, goldfish are a type of carp. <laughs> Bro. All right. I, I don't know fish, okay? <laughs> All right, Paul. Remember I it's told you obvious. about this? Remember I talked about how, like, <laughs> yeah, you can talk to me about, like, breed of uh, cows? All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, this man did not know. That there were different breeds of cattle, and he's just thinking that there's just cow. I, I knew, I knew that at least. Sir. So you try to tell me, this. yeah, I know. Just like try to tell me, there's more than cow. cow. Yeah, there's what, milk, what you... cow, milk cow, beef cow, right, <laughs> right, and like the cow with the horns. <laughs> okay, so which cow with the horns are you talking? Scottish Highland Longhorn. Uh, you know, any number of the dozens and dozens of cow breeds that have horns <laughs> before they get pulled? Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, see, I know cows. See, I know cows. See, he's got you there, Paul. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just, and and also, the you, argument. you said milk cow. Which breed of milk cow? <laughs> milk cow, duh. Uh, the, the chocolate milk cow. Yeah, chocolate milk. Strawberry the strawberry milk, milk cow. <laughs> uh, the the ones they bring out during 
during March for the yeah. leprechaun milk. Yeah. Yeah, it's the green, green yeah, for no it's reason. Green. Yeah, for yeah, the special one from McDonald's for the shamrock <laughs> shakes are made out of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yak, yak. Yeah, I know that cow. <laughs> Actually, of everything that we have named, that is the not cow of cows. <laughs> Ace. Uh, I want to be supportive, but. Yak is a different species of bovine. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 I appreciate the spirit. Here for it up. God, I'd make so much money if I just start a start a farm and just anno- and just have video be an annoying pause. I try to do anything. <laughs> they have that, and it's getting a season three. That's been confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh yeah, Clarkson's because of you is it what? Because of you, Harry, I have seen nothing but little snippets of Clarkson's farm, the controversy about the local government. Like I don't care <laughs> about the council over in England doing something stupid that's pissed off fans for some reason. I don't pissed care. Off. But but the, the government overreached Paul. They figured he would be into that. And the farming thing. That's double Paul. You would think, but yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, geez, this has become invasively advertised to me. <laughs> Just, and now I'm not going to watch it because oh, it's God. being advertised <laughs> to me. God, God dang it, Paul. Let's don't be that guy. You would enjoy it. I probably would, but it's being actively advertised to me. Especially like when <laughs> you'd also like Letterkenny, but you called him Shorzy enough times that he won't watch it. I know, I know. Oh well, that yeah, that's a different form of trauma. It's <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I think like my favorite part of the first season when he was sat there, the realization that he could have made more just cutting his field and turning it to hay versus trying to uh, raise the sheep on it. It's like I could have. <laughs> I could have made more just cutting this whole thing with the with just using gasoline instead of just using this natural process <laughs> and make it sold the hay. And everyone and everyone and everyone but him just said, Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's why we do that. That's why we don't do this. <laughs> this is why you're dumb. That's why all their sheep are raised in New Zealand. Yeah, because it's just, oh man, it's just so bad. It's so, it's so it's funny though. I love it. It's yeah, the show we're talking about. It's called Clarkson's Farm. It's on Amazon Prime Video right now, uh, starring Jeremy Clarkson, aka the Jezza, um, one of the, the greatest presenters of all time. Um, and uh, just make sure he's fed. Yeah, just make sure he's fed. He does get hangry. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, amazing guy, you know, and, uh, a lot of people dislike him because um, he wants to do what he wants, and uh, you better have a good reason if you don't want to do what he wants. Because mm-hmm. if your reason is just reasons, well, okay, he's gonna just do it anyways. Don't why? Because uh, I think the best part of the show, like one of the culture of the second season, when he tries to dig a hole on his farm, and he uses the hole, the dirt from the hole and moved to another part of his farm 
and he was told that he can't do that, he would need a permit. Yeah. He never left his farm. Never left. Never got on a road or anything. <laughs> and the fields are connected. <laughs> like across the river. Dirt from one area to another area. Yeah, you, you need you need a sign documentation for that, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeremy is a hilarious orangutan with a, a, a hammer, essentially. That is an insult to orangutans, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the higher apes have actually master tool use, thank you. <laughs> well, well, Jeremy's still on hammers. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, good old Jezza. Good old Jezza. Alright, so let's get to the actual topic of the show. <laughs> now we're yep. done, finally done with the intro, right? We're done with the yep, intro. We're done with the introdu- we did introductions. We did small talk. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about animal species. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Just like every episode is perfect. Yeah, the, perfect. Only thing, oh, the only thing missing is is talking about back in my day. This is what happened. This is the only thing we're missing. Well, uh, Captain Slow is not here. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. That is a, a name of love for Reinhold. He is our Captain Slow. Okay. He knows his role just like other Captain Slow knows his role. And we need him for that. And it's great that we have him. But right now he is down for the count um, because he's also has been burning his candle at both ends. So, uh, I just got this uh, uh, spicy recipe that I've been asking for, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. So I've been asking for it, and they just sent it to me. So. I was wondering what that, that random music was for whatever reason. Yeah. They're just like, here's the recipe. It's like, did you just send me the video that you watched? It's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's like, look at these noodles. It's so spicy. It's so great. I think he's the, like, using like just gunkajun and um, sort of like just the spice packets and like the bond dope. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. spicy noodles. All right. So, you know, and I don't like the high sodium and other random ingredients from the package that I get from the creedy and other noodles. So, like, figure out a different way to do it. I'm all for it. Anyway, so visit uh, with you. Please bring us to our topic that we have now 30 minutes to discuss. We have plenty of time to discuss. No. So, uh, not many people know, but Harry really loves ARGs. Like, a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the concept of ARGs is is always entertaining and fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and analog horror is now has basically gone hand in hand with ARGs. A lot of it being, you know, like using old technology and old concepts like VHS tapes or or like message boards. Do you want to define ARG and then also try to like briefly define analog or what the, what is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, ARG is like an augmented reality games. Basically, people people like putting out products in which it not just the not just what you're looking at tells the narrative but you, there's like other links or videos or hidden messages in the videos that lead to other videos that you don't know about or that are secret or have codes that you have to crack to figure out the what's actually going on in the narrative because there's a lot to unpack because that's just how it's written it's basically a puzzle inside of watching media interesting 
what is like some of the famous one was the what's the what like what was it like that Cloverfield? What was that one um, movie that came out? Did it make you? Oh yeah, the uh, it was uh, the Dark Knight. They did that one for the uh, for the Joker movie, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Really good. Like the, when the studio money got behind it, and the right. other and one when they have like interesting concepts of mm-hmm. this is what it is, and here's other stuff you can go next to to find more information. Yep. Um, in the end of uh, Gravity Falls, they had a little small mm-hmm. ARG game after the end of it. So small, my small, my ass. <laughs> he, he hit a statue of Bill Cipher somewhere on the on the planet, and people had to figure out where the where the hell it was. That's not a small ARG, sir. Yeah. Uh, no, and. You know, several video games have gone through with ARGs uh, to market their upcoming products. Exactly, it's that's so. makes it always makes it more interesting when you when there's more to uncover. It's basically a puzzle inside of watching something you already enjoy. For a lot of people, that's the the fun aspect of it of getting together with communities and try to figure out what it is and how it works and where it gets to where it gets. And the other, the other thing is analog horror, which nowadays everything is very digital and modern. And a lot of analog horror is using stuff like VHS tapes or or the or VHS style images and videos in order to bring in that sense of this. This is something that happened in the past, mm-hmm. and and this is something that did happen. And as that kind of Blair witchy mystery and feel of what's happening i don't know what's going on and mm-hmm. there's a lot to unpack here yeah yeah so one, of the, the... one of the big popular ones was uh local 58 oh. which is basically like a, a tv station that had that was talking about a lot of weird and creepy things that were going on mm-hmm. exactly that, that's exactly what args are is it's basically a real life scavenger hunt mixed with digital media there's a lot of there's a lot of that, but then because it's a digital media, there's a, you can get a lot more creative with things by adding adding a lot more confusing and interesting and relevant ideas to it. So, <laughs> such as such as you can like backmask audio, or you can hide images and still f- in individual frames of videos, you know. Or you can have an image that if you change a set of parameters within the data on how it gets read, it becomes a different image. Right. Or they or it shows the or it shows a QR code or there or that's it's random audio that it's put through a a certain filter of mute of a certain mm-hmm. filter it makes words in a way you can understand, like a spectrograph. Yep. The best thing is when other people, because you're also working on it with everyone in the world. So, like, as they, so, you know, if you're looking for ones, there are people out there that are playing these games and uh, you can join up and help them develop clues because some of them, some, some of them also like combine different techniques that you need, different things like that. So, um, I think. I've gotten to one of them because uh, one I needed to, they someone needed to code the audio that needed to go through a, like a modem and it was like how do we do this? It's like oh it's, we've got a faux modem just using the Linux terminal. What? And I showed them how to use the terminal and so pulled my little unknown. Most people don't really use some modem anymore. 
but right. you still can. Right. And the, it, oh, it create it forces you to like to think outside of the box on on entertainment. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you're given something that is straightforward and then there's more meaning behind it if you decide to sit down and really look into it. Yeah. Yeah. And ARGs go hand in hand with a lot of analog horror, which is taking older concepts and showing it now. Same with, like I said, with Local 58, you know, you have old TV station and old TV shows and showing that kind of stuff. The the internet's really good at using, like, Mm -hmm. classic video games or making games that are like, this is a PS1 game, but it's actually really weird and messed up. Like uh, Pet Scott. Yes, yeah. Like this is a weird game. What, what, yeah, they, know, like it, but like, why is there lore? Why? Why is this? Why do you have to do this weird thing in this weird game? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And a lot. A lot of it usually comes down to a lot of people creating a story connected to wherever the medium is. And I think like one of the other thing that gives me to the game too, uh, the, the, well, the games that are out there is that, but what majority of these these are passion artist projects that artists are doing, and they're not really like now with like the creation of Patreon and stuff like that. Some some of them are getting paid for doing a lot of this, but most of this is art. This is an art project. This is something that they have the creativity. They want to put something out, and this is something they're doing. It's a bunch of friends or just a group that's like this is what we're doing you know and do they get you know then some people when they find out what they're doing they help them out you know they get paid to like it but some just like to do it like they don't want to be known also they want to just have it up there and also just have the thing like this thing is going on and no one knows it you know who is running it who's doing anything like that uh, you know, so. right i mean the the a lot of like a lot of the the more elaborate vi- things that stuff like game theory were doing is just this, just getting a, bu- a massive community together to solve a ARG by like have throwing hundreds of thousands of people at this, this thing. And they're all trying a hundred hundreds of different ways to solve one riddle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And hey. the, and there's also a lot of potential with ARGs to storytelling you're writing a very interesting and compelling narrative that there are a lot of lot of factors you have to unravel and uncover by playing this ARG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which to me, I also feel it too, is also like to me, like I feel like it's also a gap bridge between the media of the future versus the media that we're going to have now because there is something in between on which people have going on in the VR spaces of, of there's something in between a traditional video game and everything else, and it's something else that needs to bridge in more interactive style. And when it comes to like some people have experimented with ISK with kind of small compacted ARG style stuff inside of VR. Um, so I to me, I enjoy it too because I see like that almost like that gap being built there. So anyways, that's me. Right. And the ARG at least uh, now is being very being used a lot hand in hand with analog horror. A lot of the backroom stuff to get the narrative, you have to watch the videos and play the ARG game of, of where did this fit into this timeline? What, what little information do they give in this video that connects to this video Mm -hmm. and learning the narrative through playing the game of, 
the back rooms, basically. Yep. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. And then and that's why it got so popular. It's the mm-hmm. concept of using using them hand in hand. So a, a good example is um, I posted a link to Harry because I watched this video the other day from a YouTuber named Windagoon where he was talking about the the hypnagogic archives. Mm-hmm. And it is a two-part thing where it has videos, but it also has old school forum posts and narrative told through forum posts for like set from like it meant to be like this is an archived website that nobody uses and this is where this information came from and it it plays with that kind of concept of this is if you're willing to buy into oh this was somebody who wrote this blog post in 2007 about you know them meeting the the hat man and him pulling them into basically the world of the dead <laughs> and him being the only one that realizes them because the hat man is a terrifying concept that some people uh, talk about actually seeing. Yeah, I don't want to go to sleep because I owe the hat man money. <laughs> right? Do you know what the hat man is, Harry? No. So the hat man is believed to be an entity that people see uh, when they're cutting close to death. Oh. And they're able to talk with it. A lot of a lot of mountain climbers say they see them when they're climbing mountains when it gets really cold and scary. And he and he talks to them and points them in the right direction. Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> it's um, it's uh, uncomfortable, <laughs> to say the least, <laughs> to, to know that there's an entity that your brain perceives to be there that isn't there. <laughs> Oh, we've all had that, though. Right? Oh, for, uh, I mean, I told you about my my sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> <laughs> Not very many people can say they got cuddled by their sleep paralysis demon. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, God! Sorry, and, uh, my head went to the sleep uh, paralysis demon, um, Brandon Rogers uh, uh, video. <laughs> Also in my head right now. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, good fun, good. But like, go for it. I, I told my sleep paralysis demon that I was charging it rent, and I haven't seen it since. Epic win. Uh, it's just gathering the goat heads to give you for rent. Mm-hmm. That's all it's doing. Yeah. Well, you just sent it on a fetch quest. Uh, yeah, I hope it's the goat heads, but I'm fine with not <laughs> seeing it again. but it's it's very interesting to just take technology that nowadays feels like it's archaic or something that is out of date that nobody could talk about anymore that nobody Mm -hmm. uses in that same way Mm -hmm. like there are not many people who use vhs tapes or or anything along those lines and the the way those the hypnagogic archives was set up of like classic like 2007 2008 message boards mm-hmm. of people telling their story of something they saw or it's off of a website that doesn't exist anymore and the element of using horror as a base of this might have happened which adds a whole another element to a lot of these narratives 
uh, another massive kind of ARG analog horror thing has been the Mandela catalog, which is, which in and of itself has so much going on because it's based around the concept of that when you look at a TV, uh, a demon can see you back and come out of the TV as you. Well, that's not fun. No, as the imposter of you, but there can only be one. Well, good thing I can me better than it can. Can you, though? Psh, come on. <laughs> that's only was me when I first watched the TV. I'm already better than that me. Right, right, right. But what if it's a demon with magic with powers that make it more powerful than you? How does it know that it's more powerful than I am? Okay, all right. You're on. a human, and it's a demon. <laughs> I'm the motherfucking god of mana. Okay, all right. <laughs> Shut all the right. fuck down, Eric. Shut the fuck up. Do you know who I am? Turn your chinebio off, sir. I'm going to need you to turn that off. You know who I am. (laughs) I've conquered the Dark Flame Master, okay? (laughs) Don't make me get my umbrella, sir. (laughs) Oh, neither of you are a match for the ladle. (laughs) He has a point. But, like, the Mentelic catalog is based around the, the premise that this angel named Gabriel is basically uh, for using technology to allow demons into the world and replace humans in this county of Mandela County is what the location is. Mm-hmm. And it is based around a lot of Christian ideals because mm-hmm. like some of the videos show like a Bible tale that gets like corrupted and they show this Bible tale for no reason. Mm-hmm. Get me the book out. <laughs> and besides, remember if you kill a demon they just go back to hell. So don't mm-hmm. kill them. Bind them into something. <laughs> I prefer binding them into toilet seats at public restrooms. It's more fun this way. Uh, or you can seal them into rice cookers. Ooh, yeah, see? <laughs> Very ancient rice cookers. <laughs> they shouldn't be around at the time. But they, they do a lot of... There's a lot of narrative there that is... That, that you have to unpack, because like two of the main characters are like these ghost hunters mm-hmm. that are investigating these imposters and trying to understand where they're coming from. And interacting with them, uh, there's a there's a character called the Intruder that is been known to take children through their TVs. Oof! And like te- the television is like banned in the in the county and destroyed. Like one of the first videos is how to deal with an imposter, and like the first step is like get away from it. Second step, don't let it in. Third step, it gets near you. Make sure you have a gun to take care of it. Four, if, if, if it gets too close, might as well give up. <laughs> because if it's close enough, you're basically dead anyway. Give up. Come on. That's what it wants. <laughs> what it wants. All right. 
<laughs> but it's it's definitely a very interesting watch because there's a lot to it because they use a lot of interesting references and callbacks to things. So mm-hmm. like one of the the ways they use to get children to let these demons in because mm-hmm. is through a, a parody of one of Jim Henson's earliest things that he did for Sesame Street mm-hmm. of like like the 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 light face that was like like Mr. Sketchy or something like that. I believe mm-hmm. can't remember the name off the top of my head. Right. And they kind of use that to indoctrinate children to let the demons in. Mm. Because it's their imaginary friend. Mm. And once you imagine him there, he's already there. Mm. You've let it in. <laughs> well, if we've got a demon, just remember, you know, uh, hold the water. Okay. All right. All right. All right, and it's real important that you either use holy water or do what I do. I like to um, use um, spirit and prime to infusing my fist with it. It's real important that you use soul and prime and infuse your, your fist with it. It's a very good important step. Uh, I'm sorry, so, Harry. This isn't World of Darkness. It's real important step. You need to do that. Okay, if you don't do that. <laughs> so, how much water can a priest bless per turn? <laughs> okay, so God damn it. To be honest, right? <laughs> uh, there is actually is no limitation because of how crappy the Bible was written and the rules of that. <laughs> See, okay, so that's the thing. Like, does holy water cease to be holy after it evaporates? Well, it can be unholy. How? Uh, well, un- unholy fashions. You know, so no, no, you can't just you know bless a bunch of a lake and then let the lake rain down. You can't do that. <laughs> now uh, you can bless a fog. <laughs> God damn it. I like how we're just talking about World of Darkness now. This is like that classic well, World of Darkness too. At that point, I just bless the oceans and it <laughs> sorts itself out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, vampires and uh, other evil things haven't been able to go outside in the rain since uh, like 1963. <laughs> when one priest just got fed up with it <laughs> and blessed all the water on the earth, yeah, that's that's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. It's already some vampires can't cross running water anyway, so it's fine. It'll be fine. But evil containment wave, see them. Yeah. yeah, but it's very interesting to watch. Is when it's definitely a, a survival horror kind of thing because. It's it's the concept of normal humans are powerless against these things. And once you've brought them in, they, you can't get rid of them. They take over. They get rid of people. They replace them. They can mimic your voice. They can mimic, they can mimic just about anything about you. Can they? <laughs> Peace. You want to get the blessing? Uh, bless the, the bee. 
No, it can't. It can't. It's stored in the balls, the devil balls. Okay. <laughs> There's a manga about that. Balls. <laughs> hmm. But it's it's very interesting when you watch a narrative. It watches the narrative play out and all the different ways they do it. It's not just video, but they also like in character and that reality of like, well, they're talking on message boards and they don't think that they can't travel. They only can travel through televisions and that digital medium is safe, but they're, but the imposters started using a program, which wants you to make an avatar for yourself and give it a name and a voice and how it sounds. So it can learn to be you even more. <laughs> you know, I, I think I just prefer, uh, like in the woods, Wendigo and Skinwalker stories, which is fair, and it just kind of everybody has their own kind of things of horror that they're interested in. A lot the the concept of the of corrupting a, an image that is of that is meant to be holy, like a an angel that is that appears to be angelic but is really damning you to suffer. And to bring devil, the bring demons into the world instead of instead of bringing light and joy, you know. Wow. Some people are super into that, and yeah. other people are into you know the the Walton Files, which is you know this defunct company and what happened and why did these people die at this defunct company. It really kind of spiraled out of control, to be honest. Once with the Five Nights at Freddy's fran- gaming franchise and. That just kind of spiraled into insanity. But there's enough interesting and really well done versions of like ARGs and analog horrors that keep people interested. The reason the back rooms are so big is because of the analog horrors tale. Yeah. You're gonna get snips, you're getting snippets of this is video camera and you just snow clipped into a realm that you shouldn't be in. And this person you're seeing stuff through video cameras and security cameras and not actually what's happening. And then uh, Kane Pixels news like uh, stuff. It's, it's been like just amazing addition to like a, to the lore. Mm-hmm. It's it's always interesting. Yeah. Man, yeah. Man. Yeah. The the weeping angels are horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying, horrifying way to go. Like, because it's like you know, I couldn't imagine like because I don't know about any of you, but like most of my skills are useless if I go back too far. <laughs> yeah, a lot. A lot of things is like time is a very scary thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> and if I start doing anything, I'll just break stuff. It's like you can't start inventing this thing now. There's nothing. Just like yes, but I yeah, but I need it. But I need this. You don't understand. It's like these. Dunderheads have given me pure copper. I have magnets. I'm gonna wrap these together <laughs> and I'm gonna charge my phone. And I'm gonna <laughs> Harry be like reincarnated in the past with my overheating switch. Leave <laughs> <laughs> my switch alone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the fun thing about horror. Everybody has this thing that they're that they're interested in. A lot of a lot of kids are super into you know the the Five Nights at Freddy's and the Poppy's Playhouse and 
and all those kind of, and those games that were just like mostly jump scares, but there's a lot of like hidden lore that's just like all over the place that's the, that you're trying to figure out, kind of like the Bindi and the Eat Machine kind of thing. The startled genre. Yes. <laughs> the the startled, but I deal with the startled because there's so much lore and stuff. Because that's what I care about. I, I feel this is just personal attacks because you guys won't play Phantasma with me. And I mean, uh, it hurts. It's right here. <laughs> you guys won't play with me. Again, I don't have the game, sir. You you have money. Phantasma. You mean Phasmophobia, sir? <laughs> yes. I knew what he meant. I, I'm going to call out the man who wants us to play it. Who doesn't know what it's called? I know exactly <laughs> what it's called. It's, it, there's a horror movie called what is a fast yeah, fast test, but or yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's fine. Yeah, it's it's always Paul, Paul doesn't play horror games. The only horror no. game Paul plays is called um, you know, like, you know, like Saturday Night. The only horror game Paul plays is try not to kill the developers of Halo TV series. You know, honestly, Halo is kind of classified as a horror game in the uh, original trilogy. Yeah, with the flood and the Uh, impending impending doom and death. There's a flood? Yeah. Not a flood, the flood. Oh, the flood? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Now it's got religious... Mm-mm. <laughs> I mean, it's called Halo, sir. I mean, <laughs> it was religious to begin with. Always has been. <laughs> oh, 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 Halo's gone woke now. All right. But it's, it's sir, just kind I'm of... going to kick you in the ribs. <laughs> you can't kick that high. <laughs> Now I'm just gonna do it to prove him wrong. (laughs) Paul spends six months training his kicks. I don't need to train my kicks, I can reach his ribs. Man, it's gonna suck having like two people die from surgery. So which flood myth you wish to follow? <laughs> I mean, I mean whoa, 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 listen here. <laughs> Brian W. Uh they're not myths, okay? All right. A flood floods have happened. Not myths. Floods <laughs> happened. All <laughs> yeah. areas which could be someone's world did flood. <laughs> and did they get all the animals in uh, two of every animal on their boat because it was flooding? Possibly happened. It happened. <laughs> it happened. But it's just one of those things of it's yeah. always interesting to see people put in time and effort into something like making an entire series on YouTube that's based around, you know watching these videos and finding where all the all the clues lead and all the interesting tidbits that you can find uh i i also like it more when it's not just oh man this person this creator made it this game but he's also a 
killer and he put a soul in the game. It happens a lot. It happens a lot, a lot. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. <laughs> but it's, it's, I, that's why stuff like the hypnagogic archives are, yeah. are interesting because it's, because it's not just that. It's a bunch of other little stories that connect together in some way, shape, and form. Yeah. And that's why, like, when people was watching, um, what was that terrible Marvel show? You know, the terrible one. Uh, you have to layer the you have to layer the field down, sir. It had a superhero. He had a cape. It's terrible. Okay, uh, you you're not narrowing it down at all, man. Uh, Moon Knight. Oh, oh, oh! That and, terrible one. And Moon Knight took took control of the sky and pulled the sky back to figure out what the sky was. You know, at a certain time, it's like from doing ARGs, I also knew this was possible. Just getting online. Mm-hmm. Just you can just look up a star chart to figure out where stars were at a, any give almost any given time, you know, basic based on simple mathematics because some ARGs are based on like you've got to figure this out based on this thing where this thing was, you know, that happened in the nineties, you know. Or, you know, you could just look and spot a plane traveling and somehow know exactly which one it is and uh see steal the flag. <laughs> hey, hey, he will not divide us. He will not divide us. But it's, <laughs> it's it's always great when people buy into it, when they care <laughs> and they're willing to suspend their disbelief to try to figure it out. And they know it's a narrative and they know it's a story, but they're willing to suspend their disbelief to be scared or <laughs> understand like the creepy elements of it. Yeah. And enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's it's one of the 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 beauties of the certain things. It's uh, like I said, like I enjoy the ones that get you out of the house that you go do something. You know, kind of like geocaching or caching, mm-hmm. keeching. Same difference. Know. Yeah, going off, having fun, playing with different things, and it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's yeah, you know, you'll get to right. discovering. Did the man who gets upset every time I say my hometown really just struggle to say geocaching? (laughs) Anyway, so geocaching. (laughs) Careful, Harry. He will turn it back on you. He will use the word. He will use the word. Oh God, he would too. He would. He would just like, oh, so this is funny now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's willing to put the effort in, and it's also very interesting when stuff like there was technically an ARG that a guy hid a bunch of treasure and just basically gave clues to where it was, and nobody found it for like thirty years. And and he some wrote du- a series of books filled with poetry and stuff that mm-hmm. uh, pointed to it. And the guy, and a guy who just was so invested in when he saw it, he couldn't stop thinking about it that he just tur- ended up figuring it out. Because it's like the people were like, "Well, it could be one of two states," and then everybody went the wrong direction in the two states it could have been in, and this guy just found this buried treasure that nobody thought was even po- was even real. Oh wow. And that man is Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> oh, 
I'll have to look it back up. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I don't remember exactly what his name was. But I, it did. It was very, very interesting. I, I kind of was hoping like uh, Paul would jump into song or that chorus. This no. is the town. <laughs> Paul's too tired for that shit. He's he's ba- he, he's barely alive right now, as you can see. He is he is zoning. It's okay. I I have a fourth of my two liter left. The crown I'm still keep- very thirsty, but I need more caffeine. The caffeine keeps him alive, but it makes him making him crazy. <laughs> yeah, that that the treasure was found, Ace. Somebody found it. This, uh, I, I will assume that Brian said the right name, but I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm sure, Brian was probably there looking for it. <sighs> sitting there going around like, I got to find this treasure so I can retire. I spent too much in the 80s on Quaaludes. <laughs> no, no Paul isn't doing a Stephen Hawking's impression. He's just tired. <laughs> he has decided to just lay back as far as possible. Out of nowhere, because he's just—he's oh, barely here. You know what? I shouldn't said Brian the lick. Like he's like the, technically the spare Reinhold on the on the podcast. <laughs> see, as he tries to go, I say lose the eighties. Lose was a seventies thing. Yes, he's the spare <laughs> Reinhold. <laughs> he's like, I know. I did eighty of them <laughs> at once. <laughs> Woke up next to Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up three years later. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's always it's always great when people are willing to 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 just go with it yeah. and learn and explore and exchange information with others because it becomes a <laughs> great value, right? Great value, right? Yeah, Chrissy goes great value, right? Hold and I prefer the term sparkling, right? Hold. <laughs> but uh, it's to- totally not Reinhold. <laughs> I can't believe this not Reinhold. <laughs> but it's always great to know that there are people that are willing to work together towards a common goal, even if it's something silly, like like figuring out a mystery out of a YouTube series of who did it, or figuring out you know what's going on in the "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared" show that came out. Oh my god! They they made the show. That's messed up. And people try to figure out what what was on the cover of the book that he had, Mm -hmm. and them using people coming together to try to figure out how to what the cover of the book means. Yep. Then uh, didn't Rick and Morty also do a spin with uh, "Don't Hug Me and I'm Scared"? I have no idea. Don't uh, don't hug me. I'm scared. Just been synonymous with the internet to the point where everybody knows about it. Yeah. I do know Rick and Morty is doing a crossover with uh, with Scared Straight. Uh, <laughs> there it is! Oh my god, Paul. Yeah. Oh, jeez, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> at, least they, at least they let me leave. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. All right that was a little rough, that was we're, a little rough. We're that putting rough. an end to this. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that was a little rough, that was a little rough. But it's oh. always fun. It's when people are willing to do it, and horror is always interesting because finding out what people find to be scary. Like, do you remember Salad Fingers? <laughs> the the Newgrounds 
animation of salad fingers. No. <laughs> of the 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 green monster guy who likes to touch rusty spoons. No, no, no. I oh, it, it's so weird. It's super one. weird. It's weird. It, and it's very it's very much early Newgrounds <laughs> levels of weird. Good old Newgrounds. But it's some people are just like, oh man, this is super cool and edgy. And some people are like, this is the most horrifying shit. <laughs> this is horrible and I hate it. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. All right. Before it gets too long in the tooth, I'm going to end this episode. Um, because, yeah, I, I think Paul's not going to make it much longer. Right, Paul? I am fully alert and relaxed and alert. Yeah, and I don't want to uh, get a, a a cease and desist from uh, Chris Tired. I don't want to say we're taking his bit. Um, <laughs> I do want to go and uh, showcase like these are the flowers I made my wife go get me for Valentine's Day. I made her go in line and get me chocolate and flowers. This is Sweet. where I put my flowers. If I had some. So, <laughs> Harry, you get upset when all the girly frou-frou stuff gets advertised to you, but mm-hmm. you have your wife out being the man. It's it's uh, more fun this way. Uh, when she goes Paul, don't worry play. about it. He's just one of the he's just one of the yoga girls. It's fine. He's just one of the girls. It's fine. <laughs> so you, you guys think that annoys me, but it doesn't annoy me. So I'm just going to keep going. Uh, you saying it doesn't annoy you proves that it annoys you. <laughs> it's just trying to annoy me, but it doesn't annoy me. I, I'm fine. We, we my... need the coat banner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would put that if I was coping, but I'm not coping, so I'm not going to put that. Oh, <laughs> he's coping so hard. He's coping so this is This is the same of him defending shit, shit media. He's doing the same thing. Oh. It's different. It's coping, but if it I'm had that coping. one scene. If it had twenty more minutes, it'd be good. It would be good if it had twenty more minutes. <laughs> you guys would be like, "This was phenomenal." Trust me. No. I, twenty extra I minutes, like maybe thirty, maybe thirty, maybe thirty, maybe no, double the length. Cope, not coke. Cope. <laughs> the cope banner. We have a we have a cope banner. See, cope, yeah. When people are Harry's out cope. here huffing copium. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not on the cope. I'm not coping. I'm uh-huh. just uh, uh, out here uh, stating things that are out there. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. Uh, so if you made it this far of the episode, I want to say thank you because you've been listening to anything else in the world, but you decided to listen to this, and that I thank you. This is a live show recorded on nine at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Mondays. Come hang out with us. It's a, this is a conversation with you, the fans, the people coming out, hanging out with us on Monday nights. And then last Friday we did a massive, big four-hour plus show. Tons of different people uh, from the network came in, had fun with us. So please come hang out with us. Right, you, you can know what happens when Paul's in the woods. Sometimes he meets druids and necromancers. It's yeah, it's interesting. There, there were no necromancers, and I never met the druids. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Just, just Reinhold just put it underneath the bed. I don't understand oh how that works. God, oh man, we need Brian on the fact check. This is something like we don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brian, real quick though, are you still here? Hopefully, you are. Um. We need because Reinhold said something. 
and we need this fact checked. Was there a point of time that people used to keep adult magazines hidden underneath beds in hotel rooms or motel rooms? We don't yeah, know. Please, please confirm because that sounds that sounds sketchy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, sketchy. Well, not not keep them hidden. <laughs> yep. Leave them for the yep. next person. He oh said, yep. god. He said, yo, no, Brian, yo, that's, no, no. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> that's got my stink of the day. <laughs> Brian goes like, and that's when we started to get the internet up. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't do this. You see, that's when you took a lewd and then you, everything's okay. <laughs> you just slipped on top of the mattress. And you didn't look under it <laughs> because you were on the loot. <laughs> on the loot. All right. Ah, God damn it. Damn it. Damn it. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening this far in. Um, we are a professional podcast, I swear. Um, so I right, see you guys all next Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Oh no 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 no! Christy, you're supposed to be the wholesome book. But Christy posted, not everyone who has a wooded area to find their porn. Okay, all right, Christy. All right, we'll have to bring Christy on to find out where she found hers. All right, so <laughs> bye everybody. We'll make sure we'll get this nice, that hard hitting report that you guys all need. Say bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>